0: welcome to let's be real sports podcast presented by let's be real media watch us live on youtube and twitter and follow us on tiktok and instagram it's lbr underscore media also subscribe to us on any podcast platform what's
1: going on hey, blj here the best hype man in the nba man i'm here with let's be real tune
0: in ah. <laughs> hello again again this is the let's be real podcast man your host at tab shakir co-host travel's good brother
2: man what is good everybody man happy new year you know what i'm saying first time all year of course we got some folks in the comments already, already. just right out the right out the gate big shout out to carlos uh carlos yates uh showing his allegiance for the city and We'll get to it later, but uh, Lido, what's good, man? Talk to the people.
0: Lido, Sam, we like the sun coming out too. What's up,
1: bro? Don't let that fool you, bro. We still over here <laughs> boiling water, bro. <laughs> that we still over here boiling water. You know, shout out to the yeah. tagline right there: Memphis like and Boiling Water is what they need to change their name to. But man, good to be bro. back, fellas. It's good to be back on a Saturday afternoon.
2: Of man myself. let me get to boiling this water let's just...
0: mm, mm, mm. let's see y'all man i was talking <laughs> to shark yesterday i was asking how cold is it 25 degrees how ah, hot is it out there in phoenix shit <laughs> multiply that by three my boy literally Sheesh, what a flex
1: <laughs> what a flex <laughs> must, be nice. must be nice and not for real, it must be nice
0: it's a beautiful yep. thing man but like, like uh, let's get it going man of course uh, follow the gang at LBR Media, man. We're fifteen subs away on YouTube, so make sure you hit us up on YouTube. Uh, from two hundred, help us get to two hundred. Let it, let the homies know. Let your girls know. We we, we we need them all, man. We we love good sports talk. Hit us up in the comments, y'all. Know the vibes, here, Trev. What, what man? They know the vibes, bro. <laughs> yeah. Where's Ryan, what's go? up, Ryan? Oh, there we go, there we go. Speaking so of the the Ryan, man, make sure y'all definitely support uh, the other podcast, Three to Hardaway, myself, Savage. And uh Sheedy, she get re- get well. Of course, we're gonna have a different guest on um until he gets back. But Sheedy, we of course we rocking with you, Brody. Uh Jeans report, happy birthday to the guy Jeans again. Happy, happy, birthday, birthday, Jeans. Jeans. happy birthday, happy to birthday to the guy LBR Gaming. Uh, we finally gonna get our first red game in very, very, very soon. Uh, make sure y'all follow us at LBR Gaming with Trevor. Um, again, 15 subscribers away from uh 200 on YouTube. Ryan Harrison, in the comments, Ryan. <laughs> we got you, dog <laughs> no actually can we
1: keep. replace the word borrow with "have"? like I need have. to be able to keep it I'm we, not with the intentions of not giving it back <laughs> need, we, we, we need like,
2: good, <laughs> we need about a good 35.
0: <laughs> but of course Ron always in the comments man uh your favorite commenters favorite commenter uh he yeah. will be joining the <laughs> network again he will be joining the network with his own NFL podcast uh looking forward to it, Ryan. of course you've Talking been rocking with us from damn near the start uh crazy work with the titans crazy guests he'll be have coming on and of course uh he'll be joining the family very very soon so again salute to uh <laughs> day three <laughs> without water damn uh salute to ryan uh, and of course uh salute to another possible i ain't gonna even say possible because i know the guys uh that'll be working it another podcast will be on the way so lvr network will we, we we moving we moving <laughs> we moving that's all i got to say uh yeah. but speaking of movies guys let's move along to First, of course, the flowers, man. Of course, uh, definitely want to give flowers. I know we probably got a few flowers that we definitely need to. But uh, it'll be crazy for me to first uh, give a shout out to one of our fan favorites. Uh, growing up, Sports Illustrated—they would no longer be issuing pa- uh, paper copies uh, for those like myself, like everybody on this yeah. podcast, probably listening. We all grew up to, you know, Sports Illustrated and reading it with our parents and reading, you know, with ourselves and. You know, being with yourself, whatever you are doing with the Sports Illustrated women's side, uh, you know, whatever you got to do, it's all good. Sports Illustrated was a staple in our community, in our youth, in our childhood growing up. Uh, fellas, y'all got any uh comments on you know Sports Illustrated giving us uh, uh giving them their flowers, and also what kind of you know covers? What were your favorite covers of, of Sports Illustrated?
2: Oh man, it, it's. It's tough to 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 see this this day come for Sports Illustrated, man. But uh, kind of in the back of your mind, with the way things have been going, you kind of knew this was, was 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 coming. Cause gone are the days of the physical copies of magazines. What up, C hand? Stick around for my flowers, cause you probably gonna uh probably enjoy that one. Um, but yeah, uh, for Sports Illustrated, man, it, it was great seeing it. Um I don't want to take the obvious one. I'll let someone else do it because uh I'm pretty sure that was everybody's favorite. Uh, go cover, forward. But... go
1: forward, go it, brother. Go
2: forward. Oh, okay. Well I'll do it. obviously it was it's the I- iconic cover. Uh, with the Tigers and the Vols, with Chris Douglas Roberts and Chris Lofton on there, yes, sir. Right on, if I'm not mistaken, that cover came out right on the heels of the one versus two matchup. Yep, which is probably one of the best college games I've probably ever seen. Uh, my only my only thing was I wish I could have been in FedEx Forum for that game, but um, that one's a good one. The Grizzlies one, uh, when they had their run in 2013 to the conference finals, that's another good one. It's just so many iconic ones. I'm just going to name the two for Memphis. I'll let uh, everyone else uh, get theirs in. But yeah, definitely uh, kudos to Sports Illustrated for just being a beacon uh, for sports media, practically since we've all been on this earth.
1: Uh, yeah, so many to, to cover. First of all, definitely shouts to, to Sports Illustrated. Um, I think they, I'm not sure exactly when they were started, when they were established, but definitely been around since we've started to watch sports. Um, I remember um, getting some of those at the mail. They were always some of those covers that you see when you go to the doctors or dentist offices and you know, for us being sports fans, those, that's that's the magazine where that's the that's the one that we're grabbing, right? So uh, kudos to that team for having the, the tenure that they did um, and you know, and prayers for those that, that definitely lost their jobs and hopefully they can find something soon um i don't necessarily have one in particular uh but definitely the one i can't remember what year it came out but it was the one with they had jordan on it um i think it was i think the title was like M-M-J, mj rises again or something like that um just as a big fan of sports real. as a big fan of of um of michael jordan literally probably one of the the first basketball players that i started to watch i was kind of late to the game compared to some of y'all uh but mj is just one of those one of, this probably the greatest of all time, regardless You know, regardless of who you want to put into that conversation. Uh, but mine is, is the one with MJ on it for sure. OK.
0: Nice. And of Ooh, course, the uh, first way? issue, I looked it up, uh, 1954, the first issue. Sheesh. It's, oh, yes, sir. It's a long time, uh, G. <laughs> <that is bizarre. laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> And of course, uh, got a couple more flowers. Uh, Trev, you mentioned. See uh, him. Go ahead and take that away,
2: man. Look, my I'm just gonna keep it straight and simple. My flowers goes to the entire state of Michigan. They probably had one of the greatest weeks ever in sports from the weekend all the way up until this past Monday. Starting off with, of course, the University of Michigan winning the national championship. Uh, convincingly, I may add, knocking off the University of Washington. uh, Then you had the Lions getting their first win, first playoff win, excuse me, in 30 years and their first win ever at Ford Field uh, over the Los Angeles Rams with Matthew Stafford. And to kind of put a bolt on this, we saw the entire Fab Five all together once again for those that know, we, we grew up watching. And I got to get a round of applause for that. <laughs> yes, you got to get a round of applause. Jalen Rose and Chris Webber finally made up, finally put their differences aside. Um, and they kept off with them beating Ohio State, believe it or not. Um, that is also true. The Pistons actually won a game uh, that week as well. So uh, But they had to
0: sacrifice them to do it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is what it is. But a uh, big kudos to the entire state of Michigan. Uh, you had a hell of a week last last week. So here's your flowers month, for real. Yeah.
1: No, for the for the past month, really, I just hope that c Han he can pass us some of that cognac that he been sipping on. I know he been, I know he been, he been in it. I know he's been. Oh, I already show. know he was turned. So I I'm pretty sure know, he was turned at the if, bar. If, if nobody Ohio. from the if nobody from the podcast is gonna ask, I'll ask AC Han. Just pass us some of that cognac that you've been sipping on, and we can call it even. But now, big shots to to the entire state of Michigan. Good one, Trevor.
0: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. A couple was a couple of seasons ago, or maybe last season when I saw Big Sean out in the crowd performing. I say, yeah, Detroit up to something because they got Big Sean just out doing his whole thing, just coming from the crowd. He was out at the game. Like, was, come on, he man. was
2: there. Eminem was there. They, they, they.
0: D- Detroit is the sole reason why Eminem is still a top seller in 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 Spotify. Well, I <laughs> just said the folks was, was rapping that shit lyric for lyric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big shout out to Detroit though, man. I I, I love
2: that city, man. Uh, I, every time I get a chance, that's why I'm happy my wife's from Detroit, and I get and she decide that she want to go home. I'm all right. Let's do it. <laughs> like that's no right. questions to ask. Reminds me of Memphis. That's 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 why I love it.
0: We rock, we rocking with it, you rocking with it. And of course, yeah. uh, one more flowers, Alito. Uh, of course, if you may have one, um, we gotta give a salute to Uncle Shannon, you know what I'm saying? We ain't gotta bring up, I, I brought up the interview for right, the girl. simple fact of you leave Skip Bayless and you let you put everything in a guy's hands, right? And it plays out to not only you're on the number one show on, on sports media, I think it's the number one show in you know, like time, time, 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever that time slot. First take is like number one, like period. But correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all can do y'all on research. If you go to YouTube and search interview, just any kind of interview, the number one most watched interview on YouTube is Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. We didn't saw the six nines and the Breakfast Club tear it up. They ain't got it. Oprah interviews, nope. I'm I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that is the number one most watched Then the keyword is interview on youtube so again i definitely want to salute shannon sharp and cat williams uh but kicking off the year kicking off the year because now we got stephen a calling people b words and shit like just starting <laughs> the year off as a year should be started like you said it right off the, no allegiance to losers that is gonna be the case. That, that is
2: the quote of 2024 already. It. We not even done
0: <laughs> it. I ain't gotta change it. That's gonna be the quote that, re, that reminds of what 2024 was. Oh man. Yeah, what, what y'all y'all gotta think about the Shannon? Uh and cat.
2: If you just YouTube search the word interview, the first four options that come up all reference to Cat Williams interview. Come on now. With the fourth one actually being Cat Williams' interview with uh Uncle Shannon. So yeah. Shannon is running the whole sports media right now. He's on. He's on top of it right now. You can't even. Yeah, he has that going. He has first take going. He has uh, the nightcap with Chad Cinco, which I, I laugh every time I see clips of that of that show. Is someone described it perfectly as the two uncles that be at the barbecue talking before the alcohol okay. get involved and they get <laughs> <laughs> they, exactly they it gets
1: worse. They comment already. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think what uh Trevor no, took you already said it. I think it's one of those, it's a it's a testimony, right? I think it's one of those that like um one of my friend brothers told me this other day that like when God takes something from you, he gives it back to you tenfold. So, you know, with him leaving um the show that he had with, or I'm let's let's I, I think he walked away from it. I think that's what let's go with that. Um him walking away from that show with Skip and then securing the bag with ESP in the first take, then securing Uh, which he had already had at the time. But then for his podcast to blow up the way that it did, man, that's that's nothing but God, bro. So, you know, kudos to Shannon for taking that leap of faith um, and trusting God throughout that entire process. Um, And now he's getting everything that he deserves um, plus more. So definitely um, happy for Shannon Sharp and, you know, everybody associated with him and his family.
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. I would get. Let's get it, guys. Of course, football is king. We were talking about America, so we let's get on into a first round. uh First off, let's do a quick recap. Of course, if you've been sleeping on the rock, uh, we can go. Quick, quickly through each game. Of course, uh Cowboys got their asses whoop handed to them. We kind of expected it if you-, if you per, usual. <laughs> per, per usual. Per usual. Per usual. If you just watch, if you got a little football knowledge like myself, you know that the Cowboys are gonna embarrass themselves per usual and they did against the Green Bay Package. What are y'all thoughts?
1: Can, can, well, first of all, can we make, I guess that's what the first or second weekend of January, can we make that a holiday? that holiday is should be known for you know let's let's i'm not sure what the heck to call it but it's always that first or second weekend in january i think it's the second weekend where they just (laughs) they lose you know and they and it comes in a very entertaining fashion so i'm going to propose that and see kind of similar
2: to kind of similar to Columbus day can we just call that weekend (laughs) in january jerry jones day because we because we know in some kind of fashion the cowboys are going to find a way to to choke it all away and it's crazy
1: yeah no i i I think for me for that game um the only thing that i'm shocked about is how they lost i definitely didn't see that um i was i kind of i want to have wrought on their bandwagon a little bit but i think there was a feel that the doubt that the dallas cowboys were a little bit different right because you saw that the year that Dak prescott had granted it being against. Whoever you want to call it, whether whether you want to call it a fear competition, whatever the case may be, but he did step up against some um, um, above five hundred teams. So there was a little bit of that feeling where if you feel if you felt as if the, the defense wasn't going to step up, then at least Dak Prescott could at least carry his team enough to kind of get through that. Especially knowing how bad of a defense that Green Bay had, um, I didn't see them getting blown out like that. That that was pretty bad. So. It was on both sides of the football where Green Bay was able to to stop them and actually kind of handcuffed them a little bit. But then their defense got exposed really, really bad. And I didn't I didn't necessarily see that. So if nothing else, um Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love had a really, really good game, a really good game plan for the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought that's that that was the biggest thing that I took away from that. I didn't see that.
2: Yeah, for me, honestly, when I thought just like Skylar, things may have been different when they won an the NFC East. Cause I, I did not I expected Dallas to be right there, but I was I did not pick them to win the NFC East. I think number one saw the collapse that the Eagles had for them to have. But when you had the schedule that they had, and yeah, they tend to fall apart. So um, but yeah, Jordan Love in that game just, just looked 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 comfortable out there. And he looked like a, a pro. Uh, wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers is just that quick, even though he's been in the quarterback room with him. But uh, this is typical of Dallas every single year, and it's the gift that keeps on giving to America. Like so long as Jerry Jones is in charge, like Dallas is just going to be mediocre. They're gonna they're gonna sell you uh, that they're going to be good every year. They're going to bring in money for for the NFL for America and all that stuff, and then the time when it's when it's time to really get things going they have a choke job every every single time and it again it's just as not that they did it but it was how they did it like green bay came out and punched them in the mouth and dallas just said no moss. like that that game was over in the first quarter uh for 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 those that don't know and for them to practically be bringing everybody back, Mike McCarthy's coming back. I'm pretty sure Dak is gonna be back unless some something magical happens and they um look to go in a different direction at quarterback. It's gonna be more of the same, um, sadly, uh, for Dallas. So, but hey, it's entertaining. So I'm gonna keep laughing, I'm gonna keep enjoying it while while let do it. But yeah, uh hell, we can do January 20th or January 15th. Jerry Jones Day.
0: So can okay, do the 15. It's already too much going on on 15. Let's not do the 15th that's Yeah, you, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's, 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 that's me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of choke jobs, uh Baker, uh Baker Mayfield. my got Baker Mayfield. Bucks. Eagles. Thirty-two to nine. Hey. Can we can we bring uh, it out? Hold on, or, hold on, hold, hold on. on. Before
2: before we go, we got we got a question regarding uh, regarding Dallas. Before we move on, so asks, is it Dak? Is it Mike McCarthy? Or is it Dan Quinn? Who's? I think
0: college? it's just God. Just God man. did. <laughs> <laughs> God did. God is doing. He gonna continue to do. <laughs> if, what, what, what's our commandment? If somebody show us who they are, who we got God continues to show us who the cowboys are for whatever reason. It's nobody's fault. <laughs> it's God's plan.
2: I, I, I honestly, it's, it's, it's it, I, I'm gonna answer the question. I think it's everybody, all parties involved, and it's more so Jerry Jones, Um, because <laughs> going into the season. They were looking to run the ball more, so there's not a whole uh, lot of pressure on Dak. <laughs> uh, but instead of getting a comparable running back to replace Zeke, because they didn't want to pay Zeke, uh, they thought Tony Pollard was going to be there, and unfortunately he wasn't, and he isn't, because Tony Pollard is small, and... They did not. You they not utilizing Tony Pollard the way that he was utilized at Memphis, which would have made Dallas a much better team, um, in my opinion. If you wanted to emphasis put emphasis more on the run, you could have just called in and for net and just signed him. He would have been a nice little replacement, and he would have been cheap. But hey, that's that's just Dallas for for you. So uh, I'm just gonna say everybody in addition to God. So (laughs) there you go.
1: Well, I think regardless of whoever they put they brought in the running back room, they weren't gonna run the ball anyway. Like if you if you go back, like the part of the if I'm if I may be wrong when I say this, but part of the reason that why they let Kellen Moore go is because they wanted to run the football more. Well, if you go back, if you yep. look at the stats for this past year, they threw the ball actually a whole lot more this year than they did the past couple of years. So which is crazy, which is why I think my answer is Jerry Jones. I think uh, at, at the end of the day, to what <laughs> you just said, when somebody shows you who they are, then believe them. Jerry Jones, in my opinion, does not do enough to equip his team with to ensure that they're equipped when it comes for the playoffs. Their lack of being able to stop the run, we saw that all season. Mm-hmm. They did nothing to address it. Um, uh, Trayvon Diggs went out. In my opinion, they did nothing to address that. Granted, you had Bland and you had Guillermo who had really good seasons. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the playoffs, people are going to expose you where you are weak. And that's what we continuously saw. And I feel like Jerry Jones and the entire organization did not do enough to say, okay, how can we stop the run? Granted, we're playing the commanders. Granted, we're playing the Giants. And granted, we blew the doors off the Eagles, you know, towards the back half of the season. And, you know, and maybe it looked as if or it appeared as if the, we had a good defense. But then there were games or there were times where, the Cowboys and their defense, quote unquote, shows you that they couldn't stop the run and they couldn't do enough to um, to prevent a good passing defense or passing offense. So they did none of that. And essentially, like as much as we were surprised about how Green Bay scored a lot, a little bit of that is like, eh, kind of saw that the entire season. Right. So I think yep. it's more so Jerry Johnson. He's just him not taking chances or him doing the requisite things to put his team in a better position. Thus bring it back mike mccarthy
2: all right all right
0: god okay yeah god, god did <laughs> 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 oh man all right well, now i can get it out Baker. baker Mayfield, next round choke job by the eagles or the baker just kick their ass man what 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 we what we doing what we saying about baker uh the Tampa Bay Bakerfields. Uh oh, them hey, 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 Rose. So no, they the Bacon now, bro. No, no. You know, no. Bro. Hey, I, I will he was I will, on our I, trash I ass Panthers that I'ma talk about later. We let him go. And now he went to a team that got actual talent. They the baconers at this point. it's in my guy.
1: <laughs> so let me say, I feel like as much as I and maybe Trevor, I'm not sure if Trevor's gonna go here, bro. I will. I would like to send apologies. <laughs> to Baker Mayfield for having a actually a really good year. Like it's one of those like it's, it's a commandment of ours. The information has changed. Shout out to Savage. Um, but Baker Mayfield had a really, really good year. I, I was one of those that like, you know, I was skeptical of Baker Mayfield and said that he was a product of his environment, that um, he was only as good as the talent around him and he couldn't elevate his team to take them to the next level. Well, granted, I still felt that way a little bit. But to see what he did in Tampa, um, getting his team to the playoffs, even though that the division was pretty bad, um, getting his team to the playoffs, but then blowing the doors off the Eagles, I think says enough and it warrants an apology on my behalf. So apologies to Baker and you know uh, wishing wishing him well um, throughout the uh, the rest of his career. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. We gotta give a shout out to Ty Bowles, man, for his defensive defensive schemes, and just said. Damn the torpedoes. We coming, we, we bringing the blitz, we coming after Jalen. Do something about it. And um, it, the, the game plan worked to perfection. Um, but in Scott's point, I will also issue an apology to to Baker Mayfield. Uh, a hot take that shouldn't really be a hot take. Baker Mayfield deserves to be NFL comeback player of the year. It is it, not, e- <laughs> it's not even a question. Lamar Hammond only got it because he's still alive. Let's just let's just keep it let's just keep it a book. Um and we'll get to the bills later when we talk about bills and steelers. I'm sorry. I mean, it is what it is. it's it's a great story, but if we're talking about comeback player of the year, and we're talking about actual play on the field,
0: I mean well, Baker, he Baker, come but, back from life. or come back to life. Like that, that's that's okay.
2: But for your comeback,
0: player, well, I said, of the if you year, can't
1: be comeback player of the year after coming back from life, then
2: I know I'm not knocking it, I'm not knocking it at all. I get it 100%. But if we're just talking about what the actual reward means, because at one point they stopped talking about him and started making the case for Joe Flacco, and I'm like, no, if there is somebody that should be comeback player of the year, it is definitely 100% Baker Mayfield. Um, for what he's done with the Buccaneers all season for not only for them to get a dub to win the the NFC South, get a home playoff game, catch an Eagles team that was reeling pretty much, and uh pretty much put the smackdown on them. Hey, I, I gotta I gotta um I gotta give it to them. So hey Shout out to the Buccaneers or the Bakerneers is as y'all want to call them now. Oh, they yeah. Trevor, um, you, you, Trevor, you were doing well. Yeah. Until you said no, I I time. did so, I'm together. not calling them that. I'm still gonna call them the Buccaneers and I'm still, you know, gonna give my kudos to Ty Bowles, who should definitely uh be the coach of this team going forward. So
0: shout out to Baker and the Buccaneers, man. Yes, sir. I think it's all Savage right, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna get my shit out on them tomorrow when I see them. Uh, but pretty much he called, uh, so it was a comment on Instagram and I got him on, on, on three of It was a post on Instagram. Excuse me. It's X is cam noon a hall of famer. And I found his comment and his comment was no. So karma call it God call it whatever, <laughs> but you know, shout out to cam noon. If we're going to get flowers, shout out to him too, for calling out the bullshit that we see. And, you know, he didn't call the bullshit on the Eagles, but like I said, that's just karma and I blame Savage. Uh, but anyway, let's. Continue. I don't know if it's karma or not, uh, but the Steelers and the Bills, uh, how y'all feeling about y'all? So, well, you know what? We're gonna come back to them, we're gonna come back to them because that, that'll that segue us. Uh, yeah. let's go ahead. Rams and Lions again. I don't know if it's karma again, but uh, Matthew Stafford looked pretty happy, um, I guess losing to his former team. Of course, he'd send them good wishes um shout out to detroit again we talked about them but again shout out to detroit this is y'all time even though y'all possibly did have to sacrifice the pistons who i (laughs) thought were gonna be in the playoffs. (laughs) so y'all got me looking like a dumbass but again uh shout out to them for being the uh the la rams uh the rams they on the come up they got a youngin and and pakua uh i forgot they had cooper cup at one point of the season so um again shout out to the rams but again detroit this y'all time uh good luck to y'all y'all got any further comments the
2: Lions were the better team here. Um, I just want to keep it 100 there. Um, I think the Rams did have a shot, but losing the Kyron Williams uh, at some point in that game kind of pretty much knocked them out of the game because they were a- actually able to uh, keep it close when they were running the ball effectively and Stafford was getting the, getting the ball out to uh, Puka. But yeah, the Lions was just a better team. It was destiny at this point uh, for them to get that W. Uh, so that's all I really got on, on that game. It's not really much to talk about there.
1: Yeah, uh, Detroit was definitely the better team. I think first, I think Sean McVay definitely deserves kudos for getting his team to the playoffs. Right. I think I went into the season not respecting the Rams yeah. that much. I know I didn't um, just from the sheer fact that I feel like they've lost a lot of talent on the defense. And I wasn't sure if Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay would be able to rise above all of that and get the team back to the playoffs for sure. And heck, they they really did. And their offense actually looked even more potent than it probably did even the past few years. Um, With uh, with the rising of Nakua, Cooper Cup was still there. Matthew Stafford was still Matthew Stafford at times, but definitely, again, still had a pretty good season. But all in all, Detroit looked really, really good. We talked a lot. I think Dan Campbell gets some – Um, but I think he does a good enough job for the Lions. I think he has instilled life, belief in the team, but not only the team, but in the city as well. Um, Therefore, his team is playing really, really hard for him. Uh, They made some adjustments on defense by bringing in some, uh, by bringing in some some really good talent on that end. Um, So I think Detroit looked really, really good, happy for the team, happy for the organization, and kind of looking forward to see, like, um how they look next year like I don't know I don't know what they'll look like or how their season will end this year but I'm hoping that they can still uh continue um their good play um and kind of can take and take control of the North bar uh Jordan, Jordan love still being there so happy for Detroit and winning that one all right
0: and of course y'all still those man how y'all feel about the still is taking that before, L to Josh okay Allen? So,
2: but before we get to the Steelers, let's let's touch on chiefs dolphins we that's that's the other game we we didn't touch on yet so um anything on Chiefs' dolphins man oh no hell no
0: i told y'all okay. when, he, when when Tua Pat, came Pat Mahon, Pat Mahon, here's, here's, a, here, here's the thing and I'll, be, and I'll be real serious i told y'all back in college i didn't believe in tour uh he had a hell of a season tyree kill let me down first week in the playoffs but it is what it is he had a, an amazing season but anytime they will go against some competition they lose if point blank period so it as long as you got a competent quarterback and you're going against the greatest quarterback in this nfl game right now they were gonna lose
2: so they were the cowboys they're the cowboys of the afc basically
0: pretty much until further notice
2: uh the only thing i took away from the game
1: was just a reminder and i, I don't care how broke i have to go about doing this but i will i'm just not going to bet against Patrick I could care less. I don't care what they look like in the regular season. I could care less if they lost six straight games. At the end of the day, if I have to lose all of my money, I'm just not going to bet against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, granted, their offense still does not look as potent as it had been. But if nothing else, that carries into the playoffs it's a good running game and a good defense. And I'd be damned that Kansas City has, if not the best defense, they have at least top three, top five defense in the league. Um, and with that, I feel like if it, with that alone. Pat mahomes is going to make enough plays he's going to instill his ten to win um which is why i was not shocked that they won their game last week and depending on what happens today i wouldn't be shocked either and that's that's not predicting anything but i just it's pat mahomes and andy Reid, bro like i'm just not going to bet against that
0: and then no like nobody pretty much expected them to have like a pretty good defense too so i think that kind of shocked a lot of people yep Cool, cool, cool. Uh, y'all want to talk about the how the Steelers got y'all ass whooped now? Or did y'all expect it? Or, you
2: know? Kind of expected it. <laughs> <If> we <can, laughs> like we kind of expected it to happen, to be honest with you. However, I will say this, and Skylar may disagree on this, this is probably the best that the Steelers have played in the playoffs, since last getting that win in 2016, Uh, more than likely, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to think back to, yeah, since getting to the AFC Championship, I think this is probably the best that the Steelers have played because they were pretty much in that game. Unlike the Cowboys game, Steelers went down 21 nothing, and they were pretty much in that game and had a chance to, um, had a chance to win it. I don't know what Still the Nation was talking about with Mason Rudolph. I just sat and and, and kept quiet because so I'm like, Mm-mm. uh y'all, y'all talking about uh, Mason Rudolph like this. I'm telling you, he's gonna let you down. And two crucial turnovers in the game, crucial penalties down the stretch. Of course, we did have some missed calls or whatever. Um, but um, now it's on to the off season, and uh, we got to find a quarterback. Preferably for me, I prefer to have Justin Fields, but, you know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, honestly, being free, being real, I'm not surprised we lost the game in the fashion that we did. Why? Because it's the same fashion we've lost every other playoff game that we've been in. There's still a season that happened to go 10-7. and seven. It's kind of essentially roughly what they've done over the past six or seven seasons. They've snuck into the playoffs and or just missed it. When they get into the playoffs, they give up 30 points a game. Trevor and I have said over the past couple of years, granted, I, I understand that Steelers need a quarterback. I definitely understand that. But at the end of the day, if your defense will continuously give up 30 points a game in the playoffs, damn near whatever, regardless, of whatever your quarterback is, you're probably going to lose the game. Um, so that's that's my take on it. If you tell me at the beginning of the year that Steelers will go 10-7, I'll be like, yeah, I would probably take that. Now, granted, the way that they went about going to 10-7, very much so frustrating um but if you tell me they go 10 to 7 i'll play like, okay and they'll make the playoffs i'm like okay I, I could see that and if you tell me at the beginning of the season they'll just make it in and they'll lose to either kansas city or buffalo and give up 30 points i'll be like yeah i could see that so nothing yeah. about the game surprised me not none whatsoever
0: mm-hmm. exactly. better be real y'all and we're gonna talk more about the Steelers, of course uh in a bit but let's get into the actual games for today what up Joe?
2: No, I was just going to say let's let's get to the games for today uh, and tomorrow. That, that, so. yeah. All
0: right, so let's get into the game that unfortunately is so early as far as like black quarterbacks. I guess it can only really be one: um, Texas and Ravens. Why
2: uh, this game couldn't be prime time, man? This should have <laughs> been prime time.
0: Uh, the NFL gonna regret it. <laughs> the NFL are gonna regret it. But of course, uh, Ravens and 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 uh, the Texans. CJ Stroud, you know, I wanted you from the jump in a in a Panthers uniform. Frank Wright did
1: too.
0: Frank Wright <laughs> did too. That may have been a reason he got fired. But again, we'll talk about my sorry ass, uh poor Panthers in a bit. Uh, but CJ Stroud, great season. But of course, I'm saying all this because I do, you know, not to fast forward, but I do have the Ravens in the Super Bowl, that unfortunately means be- beating one of our black young kings, um, is CJ Stroud. What are your thoughts about about this game?
2: Man, the winner of this game is gonna be black people because we <laughs> black I mean- people all together, man. Man, look, get your get your drink, roll you up one, get you some wings, just one. Sit, sit back and enjoy the show. But <laughs> I will say just this: one. to Savage's point, that is a good that is a good point. Can Lamar Jackson come out and win win a game when it's actually cold outside? Uh, because Typically, when it's cold outside, LeBron has – I mean, not LeBron, but Lamar has uh, had difficulties. But I got the Ravens uh, winning this game um, handily, but I I will say this. I will not be shocked if Houston pulled off an upset. I think D'Amico Ryans is doing a hell of a job as a head coach there. Should have some serious consideration for Coach of the Year and that there's Anybody that can come up with a scheme to slow down Lamar Jackson, I believe it's Damico Ryans. So I'm picking the Ravens, and I think it'll be a little bit closer than, than normal, but it wouldn't surprise me if Houston won this game. But I'm I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with the Ravens.
1: Yeah, to what uh to what Savage is saying and what and Trevor is saying, like I think Houston's gonna win this game. Like I and this and, and they should. I shouldn't even feel this way because Baltimore has a really, really good defense. And I again, I owe them an apology too, because I think I started this season by saying, like, I don't know how good their defense is going to be. And at this point, like Baltimore is historically always going to have a good defense. I don't care who they put it at, at DB or who they put at linebacker, whatever the case may be. Um, they're always going to have a good defense. So I think their defense um, is going to. Re- <sighs> Jesus Christ, bro. I don't know, because. As good as Lamar Jackson is, as good as he is, one and three in the play. I think the, his record is one and three in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And his stats in the in the playoffs is just not that good. Now, however, Houston, in my opinion, does not have a good defense, and so that's the part that like makes me like really want to say Baltimore. Uh, but the Mika Ryan's, my goodness gracious! Like, I think we've all watched football long enough to know that like when you see a good coach, you it's 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 hard to ignore that. And to see this ride that Houston is on, um, led by C.J. Stroud, uh, led by D'Amico Ryans, is really, really good to see. And I kind of want to keep seeing it. Uh, so I think Houston's going to win. And let me take it a step further and give you a score. Um, I'm going to go Houston 24, Baltimore 21.
2: That's about field goal.
0: Correct.
2: Yeah, I think it's about a field goal.
0: Tripp, give us a score.
2: I'm gonna roll with Ryan here with the Ravens by 10. I'm going 24 14 Ravens.
0: Yeah, I think you, yeah, we we were missing a point that as much credit as we do give, you know, CJ Stroud, he's still a rookie, and we got a rookie versus who I, me, if I were to vote, is going against MVP, and I don't want my MVP. MVP shouldn't lose in the first round, so. You know, don't don't pull a Joel Embiid uh Lamar uh <laughs> represent. Of course, we ruin everybody black, so we everybody wins. I think we win more if we were in prime time. But of course, uh, you know, I mean football is king, right? And we can't go against what the 49ers mean to the football universe. Um and the Green Back Packers. Um, so they're both Soviet so future times heck um uh, heckle. Hmm? It's a lot of talk with them with, with coming Carolina too, but we trying to get everybody. But again, that's another talk. <laughs> For another day <laughs> but again uh 49ers racist packers gentlemen um i do have the 49ers winning um i already put my bets in on mccaffrey getting over was it 90 whatever rushing yards so hopefully that's that that hit for sure uh what are y'all thinking
2: i'm gonna put my clairvoyant trevor uh hat on for 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 this one um uh oh i I believe the 49ers will win this game because they're going to outphysical Green Bay, but for the sake of this podcast and for my Clairvoyant Trevor hat, I'm going to go with Green Bay, and the only reason I'm going with Green Bay is now to you and you and I, we we both believe in curses in sports, so I'm saying this is going to be the Kirk Cousins, uh, the Kirk Cousins uh, curse. Since Kirk Cousins has been in the league, no team that has lost to him, that there's no team in the NFL that has lost to Kirk Cousins and gone to the Super Bowl in the same season. The 49ers and Green Bay have both lost to Kirk Cousins this season. One of those teams has to lose that game. And to what Savage is saying? That front seven, don't get me wrong, that front seven with Nick Bosa, Chase Young, and Fred Warner is is solid. And again, I think the Niners will win this game and probably be a little bit more, because they'll be more physical, but their problem is in the secondary. And what we just saw last week with Jordan Jordan Love and what he did to the Cowboys in secondary, uh, it, it is what it is. I know all the history and things of that nature, but Something's telling me Green Bay may may come out and sneak away with this one. Um, because I believe in curses in sports, and that's the only reason I'm picking Green Bay. But it was 30 years, it was 30 years the Lions won a playoff game. So oh, the time, a place for everything. Things oh, come to shit. an end. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a- I got Green Bay in the and I'll. For the sake of the podcast i will take green bay 24 21.
1: yeah i'm gonna be real i'm going i'm going san francisco winning this game 31 21. uh granted san francisco does not have a good secondary but lord jesus they do have a front seven and i've seen this year's san francisco team in person um when my dad and i went to the san, the 49ers and cowboys game And my goodness gracious i don't know if i've ever seen a front seven in person Run that fast, sideline to sideline. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty amazing to see. Um, so yes, San Francisco does not have a good secondary. Um, but unlike the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco has a really good front seven, they have a really good uh pass rush and really good linebackers that can cover. Um, so I think that's going to be enough to bother Jordan Love. I think that's enough to dang, took your left, foot, didn't it? Um, I, I, think <laughs> I, think, I think that's enough to propel them to 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 keep the ball in San Francisco's hands. And still, at the end of the day, I, I I get it. It was the Dallas Cowboys, but San Francisco is going to run the ball, and Green Bay still does not have a good secondary. It's the same secondary that gave up a um, uh, a really good game against um, against the Panthers and a really good game against right. uh crap was uh chicago's backup quarterback chicago uh
2: yeah chicago's yeah back. yeah I, uh, I agree i agree or is
1: it no, no no the giants quarterback Tom, Tom, tommy devito i think this is Tommy devito yeah 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 so <laughs> uh, so that's the same defense right so i think that's right. i think san francisco is going to um exploit that and find matchups um enough to to get them at least 30 points and i think uh i think c-mac is gonna go crazy against the defense as well too yeah there we go
2: cool cool cool
0: all right let's get to
2: Baker. Hold on. Who who is you picking? You picking the four. Oh, I, I went with the nine. Yeah, I went
0: with the 49ers. yeah. yeah right. I'm going. I'm, I'm, all I'm right, going. We, we we all right, let's keep it moving. Uh let's see. Baker, the baconers and the lions. Who whose triumphant run ends this week? I don't know. So I'm gonna ask y'all and y'all are gonna help me make my pick. Um, I
1: go with Detroit. See, he um, for, for
0: me, but go here, Scott. Yeah,
1: I, I'm I'm going to Detroit. uh One because they're they're at home. Um Two, I think they'll find ways offensively to win the game. I think it. I actually think this may be a high scoring game. If, if we're being real about it, I, I don't. Granted, Todd Bowles and his defense is is good, and and they can bring the blitz. But I think um and the the coordinator's um, the coordinator's name for Detroit is slipping me right now. Ben but Johnson. I think that yeah Ben Johnson um really good coordinator too by the way. Um, I think they'll find creative ways to beat the Blitz, unlike Philly, (laughs) who decided to, for whatever reason, to stop running the ball the last half of the season. I don't understand why they did do that. Um, I think Detroit will run the ball um, more than they probably – probably more than normal, um, which will probably slow down that pass rush a little bit uh, to then allow – to allow Goff to to find his receivers in St. Brown, uh, Josh Reynolds, and things like that. So I think Detroit will win this game. Uh, for a score of 34 28 in favor of Detroit,
2: the slipper falls off tomorrow. Unfortunately, for Baker and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, uh, to Skyler's point, uh, I wouldn't say that they're going to run the ball more than usual because I think that's pretty much what they want to do on offense with the two headed monster of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, which is going to open up the passing game for uh, J- uh, Jared Goff to make plays to Amara Say Brown, Jamison Williams, Jake Laporta—you name it—they're they're, going to do. Uh, they're going to make it happen. So, to your point, I think they run the ball a little bit more. Gibbs and uh, Montgomery pretty much is going to have a uh, decent day, and um, this one will be interesting. Though uh, it, it will be interesting, and I think it will be high scoring. So I'm. I'm really going to go up there. I'm going to go Lions 41, Tampa Bay 38. Jeez, no defense being played is what you're saying. Yes.
1: Jeez, okay.
0: Uh, I'm going to roll with Detroit. I'm going to roll with Detroit. Oh, my, my bad.
2: It was Sam Laporta, not Jake Laporta. My bad.
0: Sam, yeah. yeah. I'm going to roll with Detroit some, for the simple fact uh if there, if if the game's high scoring, it, I hate for me to say it, but if the game that high scoring, the Bucks gonna win because that mean the Lions that come mm-hmm. out with the defense or the running game that they did that they shouldn't come out with. But I'm saying that I expect the Lions D to come up, come through, step up, and I expect their running game to do what they need to do. So because of that, because that's you know traditionally for me, that's how football is won. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Lions, but of course the Bucks will win if. They run game is not there, and if it's high score, but again, I'm going with Detroit Lions. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that, though, I'm giving an answer. It, it hurt the my you know, my bacon ears, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying if the baconers win, that's why they're gonna can you win. can you stop calling them there? No, nah, because you know the <laughs> win. Out. I'm, 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 I'm trademarking that. Let the let, let but, the bucks win. <laughs> I don't even think
1: you have you don't I don't think you have to worry about trademarking that. Nobody's gonna yeah, call nobody that. Well, exactly. <laughs>
0: But now nah, Detroit Appreciate Detroit it. got a, a full Cinderella story that I think uh headlines are, are going to love and continue to love uh, that I personally love. so I'm, I'm 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 a roll with Detroit. And of course, the last game, of course, uh Detroit and uh the Bucks will be tomorrow, um as well as the Chiefs and the bills. words already we've got from this series this I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to too much to say about this one. Uh, Chiefs always win. Uh, Josh Allen he always not show up when it's time to go against the best in the in the game. I can't go against the Chiefs like I always do so give me give me the Chiefs. I'm going to go ahead and say my answer now because fellas this one y'all. <laughs>
2: I'm honestly going to do the unthinkable. I'm going to take the that? bills. Oh boy. I'm taking the bills. Simply because they're at home. That's the only that's is, that is the only reason I'm taking the bills. Whoever is able to run the ball effectively We'll get this one. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, it, it, like you said, you shouldn't pick against Pat Mahomes, but Pat Mahomes has not played a role playoff game. Uh, and I think the Bills have beaten them in the regular season. And I think this is what Josh Allen, this is what Josh Allen wants. He he wants to get Patrick Mahomes in Orchard Park where he I has to play Say
0: what? I think he needed. it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I he honestly needs this more more than anything, and, and I think this is what he's been been looking for. And he did get the he did beat the Chiefs in Buffalo, I mean in Kansas City earlier this season as well. And I think if they're able to run the ball effectively, I, I got Buffalo. Will it be close? Yes. This is one of them games where you expect it to be high scoring, but it's actually going to be low scoring because it's going to be a lot of running the football. Uh, so I'm going. Buffalo 24, Kansas City 20. Yeah.
1: So as I said earlier, and I'm not going to change away from that. I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes and any road in the playoffs. Understand that this is Pat Mahomes' first road playoff game that's irrelevant to me. Um I feel as if because Josh Allen has played such clean football over the past three weeks, it's about time for him to start turning the ball over. And if there's no other defense in the league, well, at least in the AFC, that he's going to turn the ball over against it's the chiefs who i believe has if not the best defense in the AFC, they have the second best one between maybe them and baltimore uh, so i'm going to go with the chiefs um i think it will be close uh, i'm going to go kansas city 22 kansas city 19 somehow some way uh pat mahomes drives and gets the last position therefore winning by field gold um so i'm going to go kansas city Mainly because of their defense. And Josh Allen's gonna turn the ball over. I just I just know it. It's about that time.
0: It's a reason I'm asking this, but what are the chances y'all think Taylor Swift pull up to Buffalo? I'm a- I'm asking uh, for a reason. She's uh, gonna
2: be on TV, so she's definitely pulling up.
0: Because they're gonna the re- be they, they
2: gonna you know that she's gonna be in the box with Brady Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey's mom and company. So yeah.
0: Cause I, I see, like, even if Buffalo do win, I see how they turn up and they like to throw snowballs meanfully at people. So I would love just to see. Yeah, them they were throwing throw them, them at the Steelers So damn! I rather than throw,
1: uh, but I rather them throw snowballs than throw drinks on people too. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna segue our way to the Carolina Panthers season know, review. So we're gonna hear a word
0: from our sponsors, and then we're gonna talk about how I'm not about to talk about the Carolina Panthers. How about that? all
2: right? Let's this, this, this our sponsor. Let our sponsors,
0: Seat geek is the ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. When you use our code LPR Media, you will get twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek scores each ticket selection zero to ten to let you know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal. Click the link in the description to download the app. And remember our code, LBR Media for $20 off your first order. SeatGeek, your route to high-quality ticket selection. Yes, yeah, shout-out to SeatGeek. Uh, right, good folks at SeatGeek. Uh, great, the Kansas City Chief Swag Surf. Did they even play Swag Surf there? Not to be disrespectful. I know they got black people there, but.
2: They they play they play swag surf at the game and they had the camera on on the box with Taylor Swift and, and company.
0: I did see it. I did see it. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Yeah.
1: No. I actually have a question before we get back
0: to I, I give I give it a
1: This so, is so unrelated to sports. Toot as a DJ. What's up, bro? Understanding the the magnitude and the greatness of swag surf. Why is mm-hmm. swag surf being played so much now these days? Because white people got it's, a hold us, to it. it's almost as if
0: it's playing, it's playing, it's being played way too much. Because, because it's simple answer: white people got a hold to it. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. a staple in our community. It was yeah. a staple of me playing it at all the HBCs, all the frat parties, all the yard shows, yada yada yada. Anywhere that we go, that was our spiritual song. You know what I'm saying? For a young black person, we know how to swag, sir. The Great Savage. And the white people see it and they're like, "Oh shit, we want to have fun too," per usual. Yeah, and, and, and you know and up you up. know
2: why you know why people pick up stuff at and we least love 10 people, years too wrong. late yeah, you know they well. pick it up at least 10 years too late so. so so
1: what an answer because if nothing else that i've learned in the past three years is why people want to be black so bad
0: hey man I, we love we love white people bro. all <laughs> movies they the best <laughs> we love we love them they love they love me you know they pay me a lot of money you know <laughs> we love everybody here but you know yeah
2: Everybody <laughs> want to be a naysayer, but don't nobody want hey, to be a naysayer. Paul proud to be a naysayer. Oh, God damn it.
0: Uh, speaking of naysayers. <laughs> hey, dog.
2: <laughs>
0: Why we got the worst owner in the NFL? <laughs> I
2: wouldn't even say NFL. I'm going to say all the sports at this point. Yeah, and it's and not all even close, actually. Sports, right? It's not even like, close,
0: leadership it, it starts at the top right and when we talk about leadership in anything whether that's a job a team anything that you look at in life it starts from the top and if it's piss poor leadership at the top it's gonna be piss poor leadership at the at the bottom i'm not about to talk 10 minutes about my panthers but at the same time it is embarrassing for me to see what's going on because literally we had i've seen our team lose two season games I've seen us win, you know, two, three for us to get Cam Newton. I've seen the worst of it. This was by far the worst season as a Carolina Panther fan that I've ever witnessed. Not for the simple fact of on the field, but it's the fact that we got our ass so much. We got shit to show for it. We got to sit here and watch Chicago. What What, what is Chicago going to do with a pick where they got already got a quarterback? So they really don't need a number one pick. And now we gotta get them we gotta watch them see how they gonna deal it? how they gonna do it? Do, 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 boom, boom, boom. Meanwhile, we got little ass Bryce Young, who I'm growing to be a fan of. I need to see him with some weapons. I need to see us find a coach that we can actually have for more than a season. I need to find hopefully us find a general manager that that's can can make some shit happen. But as a Panthers fan, I'm 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 sad to be one. You can cue the violin music if we had it. It's terrible times in Carolina right now. The times will get better, but it's going to be another two, three to four years. And if she was on here, he'd hate me to use the R word, which is rebuild. I don't even want to use that for us. The owner, that, what does say? The owner y'all set up in an in-house battle. And here's the thing. like, I <laughs> There was a time when he shouldn't have been an owner and we all wanted P Diddy to be an owner, but I guess in a way they kind of played out in our favor. <laughs> what
2: so options was not was not that great <laughs> at all <I>
0: mean, uh, <laughs> but again uh shout out to the panthers that's, that's i ain't got to say too much who the hell want to coach that team is a real question
1: yeah one more thing who, who, to who the hell wants
0: to be employed by david tepper is a better question
1: yeah, yeah. Well, one more thing that you did not mention that I, I think i watched at least two or three panthers games and, and it was a noticeable thing that i'm like damn like how is how how is your offensive line that bad like i i I understand that bryce didn't have weapons um the coaching situation wasn't the best and GM and your ownership isn't probably the worst in the league but damn it like to have an offensive line that you almost you threw a rookie out there with no offensive line and nobody to throw to which is a bad thing to do. Like, if you're going to move up that high, then find a way to get him some weapons and or find a way to protect him. And you did neither one of them. And he got his brains beat in. And I feel really, really bad for him. Like, I'm not going to say if I – I still believe in Bryce because I think he's a really talented quarterback. Uh, Definitely would like a little bit more size on him, but it is what it is. But, damn it, if you don't protect the quarterback and you don't give him anybody to throw to, I don't care what your last name is. I don't care what your jersey number is. As a quarterback, you would not do well in this league. So you've got to find a way to address
2: that. Don't that sound familiar, Skylar? Hey,
0: Carolina? I think I think Carolina? It's
1: very on brand of them.
0: <laughs> I think I think our goal was, was because we we had the number one pick and we selected Bryce Sean, but we wasn't we weren't the worst team we traded for. I think our mindset was get the best quarterback available. You we had our offensive line last year was easily top 10, and they won 10. So for our offensive line to come in with this kind of group with this kind of performance, it was underwhelming for me because I seen what this offensive line can do. Yet again, we did have a better running game, and Miles Sanders, <laughs> we paid him all that money. He can do shit. He was he was a backup in week seven, damn near. Uh, but he's one of the higher paid running backs in the league. But you know, don't get me started with that. But I think that was our goal was to get get the best quarterback available. Did we? As of now, absolutely not. But can it change over time? I think absolutely, yes. Um, but that's where we are as a Panthers fan. I think, honestly, uh, and Cam Noon actually said it, and I agree with I think we should have redshirted um, Brayshon. I don't think we should have started him from the jump because he's so small because of the lack of the weapons that we have. I think, and we did look better with Andy Dalton um, in a way when we did play him that one game. So I think even if we would have came off the bench, I think we could have had better momentum as the season went along uh, than starting Brayshon from day one.
2: My only pushback with that is this: you don't move up in the draft and take on number one, and not and then sit him. Like you, if you're, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna hand to, hand if you're gonna do all of that, he
0: has to be out there. Which is why I wanted CJ. Uh, But that's that's neither here misused my sounds. Oh, yeah, my misunderstanding. I I agree with that. Uh, I I do agree with that, and I wish we could have found. I mean, trueba Hubbard did his thing, but I'm sitting here looking at you know. Kareem Hunt, uh Leonard Fournette, you know, even Zeke for lack of better words, just sitting there that could have been our down back that kind of back. Uh so I agree on hundred percent with that. At, at the same time, all we did was run, you know, uh slant passes and you know, slant and all that shit. So screen pass, excuse me, screen passes. And so we were trying to get uh Miles the ball, but I think our we were better when we pound the ball, you know what I'm saying? No pun intended. Uh, but we're better when we got their running back that just go. So I think hopefully the Panthers will get their head out their asses and go find us a running back that can do such. All right. And then speaking of, I guess y'all inside a joke with, you know, y'all still is, you know, we talked about them uh, before, but uh, off season, of course, the Steelers are no longer in the playoffs. Gentlemen, what are your, your final thoughts on the Steelers?
2: You want me to start, Scott, or you got it? You want me to start? All right. Well, um, the good news and the bad news is the Steelers did everything that I said they was gonna do in the preview show. They went 10 games, they flirt with the playoffs, they actually snuck into the playoffs. Uh, we just talked about it earlier. They lost to the Buffalo Bills, uh 31 to 17. Uh, now our focus shifts to the offseason. Um, of course, we had to deal with half a season of Matt Canada as the OC. Um, he's now officially gone i'm pretty sure everyone else that's on the offensive side of the ball that's coaching will be gone uh mike tomlin has a year left on his contract they're already looking to extend him um and they're also looking to look outside the steelers organization and outside of pittsburgh for a potential replacement obviously you're going to need a you're going to look to see what you're going to do at quarterback um it's a good feel good story for Mason Rudolph. I'm pretty sure he's earned himself another contract as a backup in the league. I don't think Kenny Pickett is it, um, but there's still some reservations there because you kind of want to see him with a different offensive coordinator just to see where where it goes. Personally, I would prefer if you just go get Justin Fields because I know Chicago is going to take Caleb Williams with that number one pick because they're already talking about bringing in Cliff Kingsbury. So. Um, Go get Justin Fields, beef up the offensive line. You got a lot of money, to, obviously, because of how good they are. You got a lot of money tied up in your defense, but you can uh get some kind of cap space with a lot of restructuring. Um, starting of course with Cam Hayward, um, who had an off year this year, and I think he's owed like sixteen million next season. Um, so if there's a way that you can restructure that contract, if he really wants to stay in Pittsburgh. Um, You can do something there. Um, Of course, you'll get T.J. White back. Of course, you'll get Minka back. But, um, yeah, everything really is going to start on the offensive side of the ball. Like, you're going to have to find a quarterback to stay competitive in the AFC North because we got fortunate this year. And next year is not going to be – we may not be so fortunate because you still have Deshaun Watson who, when healthy, is pretty formidable. You still have Lamar Jackson. You still have Joe Burrow who's coming back. Um, so you got to knock it out with not only just this quarterback situation, but you also got to knock it out once again with the draft and addressing all your needs.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, if you tell me at the beginning of the season, with everybody that said, let's go 10 to seven, I probably would have taken it. Uh, if you were talking me, we got into players, I probably would have taken that. Uh, so pretty much nothing about this season surprised me. Um, uh, so I'll just address what needs to happen. It's one, they need to find a center. Because Mason Cole, Jesus Christ, oh, got Jesus. got bullied um, against Buffalo, and that was kind of hard to watch. Um, so you need to address that. You need to figure out who your quarterback is going to be. Um, find a, and that I mean, they've, and they said this, which right now it sounds fine, but I need to see who this person is going to be. Is you have got to find an offensive coordinator with that knows how to come up with schemes to get players open. Um, George Pickens, the lack of receptions and or targets that he has is insane and he still had a thousand yards you've got to find a way to get him the ball i put this in the group that i feel like george pickett should be getting kidding allen targets which is about 10 a game swear to god i think he should just be getting that many um you've got to find a way to get him the ball i'm good in my opinion i'm good on deontay johnson i didn't like the way he acted towards back half of the year yet yes he had some touchdowns here and there but i didn't like he still had drops and he still had those moments where he just doesn't show i guess the veteran leadership that you would want him to have and that great yeah. to, you know not everybody has that not everybody has that built within them uh, but he just acted in my opinion immature so i'm good on that i feel like you should be able to trade him and find something um comparable in the draft that you that you normally always do so i feel like you should get rid of him
2: Hey, Chicago. Um,
0: yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Chicago, you
1: want to talk again? Um, speaking of Chicago, definitely, and I don't know if they're going to do this, but I would definitely take a hard look at Justin Fields if I'm the Steelers. I don't think that they'll do that because that's not who Pittsburgh is. Uh, but Omar Khan, who's the new GM of the Steelers, has tried to go about things a little bit differently. Um, so I'm interested to see how he's going to do about that. Um, I also want a new defensive coordinator. Uh, Terrell Lawson is good. But I've said this for years that I feel like the defense can take another another step um up. I feel like they could be top five, top ten ish when you have TJ. Um, when you have Minka, when he's when Minka's healthy is still one of the better uh, safeties in the league. He had a he was um um he was uh he not heard of a lot not yeah he was he was hurt a lot this year. So I, I expect him to be um in shape and ready to go for next season. But uh, but another thing that Steelers have got to do. Is find an inside linebacker. And they've not been able to find one since um uh, the Ryan Shazier incident. Um, they have got to figure that out because they cannot stop the run, which is what they did not do against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, which is what scared me. So center, quarterback, well, quarterback is one first. Uh, quarterback, uh, center, um, they've got to find an inside linebacker and then address the coordinated positions, and I think you'll be ready to go. But all of those have got to be heavily um invested in this up, um this upcoming season off season. yeah uh, i'm good on that big dog yeah i'm good on that <laughs> i'm good on that and i think that only happens that only happened because, that only happened
2: because minka was out <laughs>
1: well well Minky was out and i forgot who who played the other side i forgot who plays uh strong safety as well too the, we our secondary was bitten by the injury bug throughout the entire year. And so when you go through the the first string, second second string, and third string, you ain't got no choice but to throw a damn near 40-year-old play back there and see what he can do. No. uh Uh-uh. He played well for Oakland, mm-hmm. but trust and believe. He played well for Vegas, but when he was in <laughs>
2: Pittsburgh, no care.
1: Trust me. You're talking about Robert Spillane. Robert Spillane yep. is okay. Spillane, nope, 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 but Lord nope. Jesus, he is not good in coverage, which is why they let him go.
0: Yeah. yeah I think Va- Va- Corn Corner's gonna send their career. Yeah, but
2: Pat P boy was getting was was one the <laughs> bread toast out there on the FSA. Yeah, he- like, I'm sorry. <laughs> And, and maybe, I mean, maybe because it's new to
1: him, he still has to figure that position out. And so maybe if he if he tries again uh next season, he can probably be good at it. But Lord Jesus, he couldn't tackle for crap at that spot.
0: All right, let's move on to our next segment. Uh ironically, we were talking about sports illustrated and our favorite you know covers. And you know, we brought up the Tennessee Memphis um game. Uh, what people don't know about that time is Memphis was actually number one, and that was the first time our Tigers been number one for forever, and we had that title for less than twenty four hours. Coming I mean, back to now, <laughs> we waited years. Um teen, I can't tell you how long, probably way longer than me when me and Lido were in college. We'll tell you that for a top 10 Tigers team, only for having to have that uh, that title, that top 10 Tigers be gone away in a Thanos snap first of all let's get y'all thoughts on you know the Tigers even being ranked you know coming into the top 10 because again that is a salute in itself I'm just upset for the fact that we only had it for 17 hours but how y'all feel about the top 10 Tigers off the jump and then we get into why they lost against uh, South Florida
2: well I think for what they've done up until the game against ufc warranted them to uh be in the top 10 like they they had a lot of quality wins um i know one for sure was against virginia um Skylar, feel free to um chime in
1: texas A&M. texas
2: a&m yeah they, they had some uh, some quality wins mm-hmm. to, to, to start the season so and then they had a strong start to the american athletic conference uh play which warranted them to be in the top ten. So um, I, I I was all for it, and I can they get back? I think so. I, I still think that the Tigers is primed for a deep tournament run. Uh, they have everything uh, in place to make a deep tournament run. I'll get to everything else when we talk about the USF game, but uh, just at the surface um that top 10 tigers was warranted um at that point in the season yeah um i think
1: this tigers team is no questions asked it's probably one of the better ones that we've seen in quite some time um in my opinion um i know this may be biased but hell i'm gonna say it anyway i think tigers are top 15 team in the country like if you fast forward if if you tell me right now that the tigers would make it to the sweet 16 i wouldn't be shocked but then you could also ask me, you could also fast forward and tell me that the Tigers lost in the first round of NCAA tournament. I would not be shocked for two reasons and two reasons alone. And those two things would be uh, rotations. I understand what Penny is trying to do, I understand he's trying to make everybody happy. And as a college basketball coach, like that's got to be a difficult thing to try to manage 11, 12, 15 personalities. And you all essentially you're always trying to recruit them to stay on the team. Um, and you want them all to play, but there should man be do about doing that. And when you exactly, and when you are subbing in and subbing out eleven guys in the first half of a college basketball game, that is insane. I get what he's trying to do, and I applaud the man. Like a big fan of Penny Hardaway, but he has got to cut down on the on the rotation because when when he keeps it to. Eight guys. Hey, if you want to push it and say nine, they can beat I swear to God, they can beat anybody. Trevor just he just he just mentioned all the ranked teams that we beat. And not only did we beat some of them, blew the doors off of them. And he was I think he was doing that because of course you had the the, the the Memphis a fans who shout out to them and shout out to us who have been showing up to those games and have been very, very loud. In my opinion, have also kind of helped the the Titans kind of wheel their way to some of these wins. Um He's got to he's got to cut down there and lower uh, it, it's hard to watch because this is probably my first time seeing this they can't rebound and at the end of the day like rebounding comes to effort rebounding comes rebounding comes down to a want to and when you don't want to rebound you will not win games i don't care if that's at the middle school level high school level college or 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 even the nba if you do not rebound you will not win games and that is why I'm skeptical of this Tigers team is because if, if they could just rebound, take it, take the 11 man rotation out of, if they could just rebound, they would probably only have one loss on their record. Maybe two they've got to rebound and Penny has to cut down on those on his rotation. So that's
0: uh, that's and It's not to cut you off, but if you, if we go back to even our college days, you know, 10 years ago, that was the issue. So is it, uh, just a, a a recruiting thing is it a player thing it is a scheme thing but rebounding has literally been an issue for the last i know for sure 10 years of of, of talking and, and actually being a part and going to the games consistently as a tiger fan
2: you you
1: may be right in that um i feel like at least in in penny's era rebounding hasn't been that bad they have been, it's, their issue has been more so offense for me. Like, they could play defense and they could lock down. But in my opinion, the, the Tigers issue has been on the offensive side. And you've only had either one player or only two players that you can rely on offense. In this case, you got Cornelly, you got David Jones. In my opinion, he should be getting the ball to Tomlin a whole lot more. Um, Michael Banders has been huge, even though he can play for like three or four minutes stretches, has been huge. Uh, he has multiple players that can go get their own bucket, and not only get their own bucket, but can get them in waves. David Jones, my goodness, should be like in the in the talks for Naismith Player of the Year. So it's not really more so offense. It's their defense has been okay, but what the the, the security thing with playing defense is you got to be able to rebound after your stops, and they're not getting that. So you may be right in that, but I I would disagree with it. I just think that they have got to rebound the ball better. And a lot of that is on players. A lot of that is a want-to and it's an effort thing. And I don't think a lot of that you can coach. But as a coach, I just feel like at some point you gotta say, gentlemen, like if we, if you wanna make, if you wanna make it, if you wanna achieve the goal and if you want to make it to X, Y, and Z spot, you have got to rebound. And that is the biggest thing that's preventing them from winning some of these games uh, in a favorable fashion that they should be.
0: And why did we lose to South Florida?
1: Because they couldn't rebound. Simple as that. Could not they couldn't rebound. rebound, and they got. <laughs>
0: Memphis. They, I they, went back
1: they, to. I went back and looked at the box score. Memphis won in almost every statistical position. It, well, every uh, every stat. Including rebounded? The thing about the rebounding numbers, and you can't see this, is re, is Memphis rebounding their butts off in the first half, yep. but could not rebound in the second half, and they were and they were getting stops. But again, you don't get a stop if you don't get a rebound, and that's what that's what allows South Florida to get in the game. Now, granted, the offense could have been a whole lot better, and I still don't understand how David Jones to get more shot attempts. Uh, Naquan Tomlin, who is the late addition to the team, how he's getting no post ups, he's getting no offensive looks. Right. I understand how that's not happening. That's on the coach, in my opinion. But it's still, with with that not happening, they still should have been able to win the game, but they could not win the game because they could not rebound. And they could and they kept taking contested shot after contested shot, and nobody was attacking the basket. That's why they lost the game.
2: Yep. And they also got comfortable as well. Because if you watch their first half of the game, David Jones was giving South Florida buckets. And they were able to parade that to a 20 point lead. And they took their foot off the gas. <laughs> they took the foot off the gas and you you saw what happened. And I'm watching the game and I see USF in a in a zone defense, and I'm just like, that zone defense bothered the Tigers. And even with that, the best way to beat a zone is to, of course, move the ball, but even if you are getting shots up, you still have a chance at an offensive rebound because you can beat the zone with offensive rebounding, and the Tigers would not even doing that. Um, So uh, it's, it's to, to Scott's point, it was a contested shot after contested shot after contested shot. At some point... I'm looking at you, Penny, like what is your best play to get JQ uh, in a position to make a play? What is your best play to get David Jones going downhill so he can uh, get a bucket? Like those are things uh, that honestly concern me for the uh, Tigers because now teams are going to really, really going to key in and start playing zone. And until you learn how to break a zone effectively, that's going to be trouble.
1: And the and the thing about that, Trevor, is and we talked about this in the group meeting, they beat the zone before. They beat the zone against Clemson, they exactly. beat the, the zone against <laughs> Texas A&M. they beat it against all these other teams. And the thing that they did to beat it is they would put um crap. What's my favorite guy's name? What's the the light-skinned guy's name? To my uh, um, um um shoot crap his name is slipping. jordan, but anyway, jordan, nick jordan, jordan yeah. yes nick jordan they would put nick jordan at the in the middle of the zone and then they would just run hollow with either tomlin or dandridge and i yeah. have not seen that and i'm just like yo penny like <laughs> what is that like he literally did that for like that three or four game stretch where they beat like ranked team after ranked team or top or, or really good opponents and I just have not seen him do that against the inferior teams. So where he wants to call out his players for like not having the energy or not having the the wherewithal to come out and put their neck on, uh, you know, put their, you know, make put their imprint on the game, I also feel like he could be better in doing that as well and putting his team in the right spots so therefore they can can do things like that and him stop putting people in the game that shouldn't be in the game. Like if you want to play eleven people then fine, but put, a, but play 11 people when you up 20 in the second half,
2: not in the first half. All right. Got a few questions but, here. Uh We'll be okay though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Got a few questions here. Uh Most likely to
0: improve. <laughs> Jeez, I'm gonna go Tigers rebounding. I'm gonna and go Tiger
2: rebounding
0: too. For those listening, <laughs> for, for the, for those <laughs> listening uh, Savage asked the question, what's most likely to happen? Tigers improve on rebounding or Jones. Uh, passing the ball more. <laughs> nah, Dave Johnson score man. Get any get the ball and let him go. <laughs> the
1: the that answer bro. is rebounding. The answer is rebounding re- and re- and because it's so simple to solve for it. It's yeah. to play your top eight guys, your top nine guys. But when you're playing people, no offense to anybody on the tape, but when you're playing people that should not be in the game, that's what happens. Yeah, he's playing people that's just not ready for those moments. So if you if you roll if your three man if your big three man rotation is Jordan, Tomlin, and Dandridge, that's it. Don't be playing people that should not be playing, bro. Like that's the thing. He's playing people that should not be playing. Dandridge should be playing more minutes and stop selling people out every two or three minutes. That's the other thing that makes me mad.
2: Yeah. All right, then from our guy Mike, he asks uh, just a general question about zone defenses and do we subscribe to Bamani John series? zone is for cowards um if it's a defense that can be played it's a defense that can be beat a win i, is I a think win. if you if you if you are the basketball servant that you are and if Naismith put that defense in the game you should be able to beat it it's just that that simple i i don't care the best way to beat the zone is to move the ball Move the ball, get the ball to your best players, get open shots, knock down your open shots. Simple as that. And if you can't do it, you're in big trouble. Hell, the Dallas Mavericks won an NBA championship playing a zone defense. So, as the Warriors, Mm -hmm. did they really play a zone defense?
0: Yeah, they put Steph in the corner a lot.
2: I wouldn't say that that there was a zone. They would just hide in stiff and stuff and, and. <laughs> they would just hide agree in That's not with the agree with idea. No one agree mm. with Trevor and
1: Noah. I don't think the a zone is for cowards. I think run effectively, if nothing else, like it, it it allows for you to like depending on who you are, right? So let's say you're the Tigers and you're running zone and you're running zone against a team that is shooting like that where they're running the ball up and down on the floor on you, it's to it's to slow down their tempo, it's to kind of Allow, you know, them to think for a second longer or for two seconds longer to figure out okay, where does the ball need to go? So I don't think it's necessarily for cowards, uh, but I just think it's one of it's it's a game tactic that you can use to slow the game down or when you're in foul trouble to, to protect your players, to what Trevor just said, and you when you have people that can't guard. I think Memphis's problem is I feel like they should they can play zone. I think they're playing zone too much. I think they're a really yeah. good man-to-man team, but again, it's not my call, and it's Penny's call. So he knows this team better than I do. Um, I just don't think they shouldn't be running zone unless they are in really, really bad foul trouble. But they start to when they start to play in zone, is when they cannot rebound. And yep. I'm just like, yo, just you, I feel like you're good enough, straight up man-to-man, to just play defense. Your five against their five. It, I think you're good enough to just play straight up. But you know, that's not my call.
0: And shout out to Bobani Jones theory. Um, but if you look at any stat sheet, there's a wins and a loss. There's no one. But they play zone. They ain't nothing lost because we didn't play none. You win or lose, and you gotta do what you gotta do to get that. W. That, That's that, that simple as that. Especially when you talk about basketball. So um, real quick, yeah, because
2: me and me and you will probably know more than anyone else. Would Bobanis' theme apply to 2K?
0: Hell no. Nah. We. <laughs> If I see a point guard that's has been a dribble, dribble, dribble,
2: no, nah. no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like the whole zone is for cowards because you know we have a lot of, uh, a lot of quote unquote squads that will hop in there and will immediately right go into a two three yeah. or a
0: three two right out the back
2: and we'll play it the entire game.
0: And yeah, it, it's annoying as hell, but I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to get it up. You know what I'm saying? I agree. <laughs> You definitely, I, 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 I just it. want to throw it out there too. <laughs> Look, I, I I hate it and I love it because I've won games against the zone. I've lost games against the zone. I've won games playing the zone. I've lost games, so it, it it's a catch twenty two, man. You just got to be able to get yeah. you know, the hole in the ball and stop the other team from doing. It. I mean, it, it's simple yeah. as that. So I get it. It is being a cowardous way because, of course, we want to see the man on man defense. uh I coach AU basketball, those fun. I mean, yeah, you teach your kids yeah. to you know play together at one point uh, but i think man to man defense do need to be played um excuse me especially when you talk about a Tigers team that's been known for the most part for their defense um ever since penny came like of course we can talk about you know the rotations and the offensive flow and things of that nature but one thing we can't talk about is is defense he knows how to play defense and of course we can talk about if he should get out of zone more if he should do more i think they should get a man more uh but at the end of the day the tigers are gonna play some defense it is that rebound and that's been a curse uh for the better parts of 10 15 years now but uh i think i think once they see them losing games against teams that they should beat Penny ain't gonna have to say a word at that point get y'all asses in there and rebound it's gonna be simple as that you don't rebound you don't win a game and i think it's oh, that gonna, be-
2: session gonna be crazy you it's going to be crazy. <laughs> film session is going to be crazy. crazy. But I do Dude, ask that to
0: say, uh, do y'all expect the Tigers to crack the top 10 again?
1: Yes. Uh, yes. yes, it's going to take the a it's way, take the, way, end, the
2: way teams have been losing, like, left yeah. and right, there's mm-hmm. no definitive number one. There's nobody that's really just dominating. I think if the Tigers can put some wins together in a row, I, I, I honestly don't see um, why not. And then I know Mike has been talking about UT a lot. They're still in the top five. But that, that SEC this year in basketball is stacked. So it, it would not surprise me if a couple of those people in the top five now were not in the top five later. So, yeah, I could definitely see them back in the top ten. the Tigers back in the top ten.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think – I mean, hell, still, even still then, there are some teams ranked in front of Memphis that has way more bad losses than Memphis does, right? Uh, so I think it's just a matter of, like, teams will continue to lose. Uh, conference play will continue to happen. Um, they just have to – the Tigers just have to get to a point where they start to really put the put their foot on the necks of some of these teams and, you know, establish that, like, I'm going to beat you, and I'm going to beat you by 20. Uh, so they yep. need to get back to that, and then you hope FAU doesn't take any more bad losses at this point. Loki, if you're a Tigers fan, you're also an FAU fan because that's, right now, the only ranked team left on your schedule, and you play them twice. So you're hoping that within that as well, too, that they continue to play well. And then you can get both of those wins. And you may even play them a third time um, um, in the conference tournament. So, yeah, I think they'll get back there.
0: Good point. Good point. All right. And it's time for our last segment. Um, Of course, I have one. uh, Would you rather troll and all whatever the fellas got? I have a troll and all because at the beginning of the NBA season, talk who's for just a minute, um, I told everyone in the world, hey, I mean, A. Man finna take his next step. Hey, the Timberwolves they about to take their next step, and they number one in the West right now. So, Charles and all they will continue to have that number one seed in the Western Conference. Again, I'm going yes. I'd say it from the jump, and I'm gonna continue to say it. How do y'all feel?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a little unfamiliar with. I mean, I understand that they're number one in the West, but I'm not sure how many games that are they in front by, like in front of the the second place team. Um, I think they will. Yeah. So two games. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that two is the Thunder, right? The, nugget, the thunder th- and, uh, Nuggets. The thunder and the Nuggets. Thunder and the Nuggets are both yeah. two games. Back. So I would say, yes, barring injury. They look, re- I mean, I've seen them play a couple of times. They look really, really good. And man, is definitely taking his game to the next level. So long, As long as there are no uh, major in- injuries. And Cat is playing well, too. Like, I think as much as we, I've kind of gotten on Cat before. He's playing a really good season as well, too. So I would say, I would say, yes. Uh, well. It's not
2: a troll. I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a troll either. What is a troll is the fact that Anthony Edwards is not in MVP conversations. That 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 is what bothers me more so than anything. Um, but uh, they have been playing extremely well um for practically the entire season. Scott's point, cat has played well too, so he deserved his flowers there as well. Um, so no, I would definitely say that's not a troll. I think Minnesota maintains this.
0: Agreed agree and in the spirit of people like i know y'all so if i was to come on here and say some outlandish ish y'all would be like too trolling that's just who he is at the same time rg3 knows jay gruden i think we pretty much got a figure on jay gruden of course it ain't the troller now but uh what, what what are we watching with this i do want to sketch all opinion on, on rg3 and jay gruden because this has been funny it's been entertainment on twitter for sure uh what are y'all thoughts
2: all the Twitter beefs, period, have been hilarious. From, <laughs> from RG3 to Jay Gruden to the Cowboys, all of the Cowboys Twitter going off with the whole Dash Bryant thing and the Michael Parsons and Skip Bayless beef. It is it, it, just all hilarious. Uh, but the RG3 Jay Gruden beef to stick on that one, I, I guess it's all in good fun. I don't know. I just found it hilarious that uh, Jay Gruden snitched on himself on the initial tweet which set it all off <laughs> so that's 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 my thing and yeah that, that's all i really have to say on that one but yeah mike is right there 100
1: yeah well one jay gruden i think there needs to be a level of accountability on both parties i think one jay gruden was not the good of a coach and or the redskins or the commanders whatever you want to call them was not a good organization. <laughs> I mean, go back and look at that coaching staff when John, when RG three was there, and yep. a lot of them are head coaches now, and actually really good head coaches. And for them to not like not even be that much of a threat like that long, or well, at least the ten year that RG three was there, it's kind of kind of sad. Um, I don't think Jay Gruden was that good. RG three was good for a moment, but then he also got bit by the injury bug, which uh, prevented him from being as good as he probably was this year. So there's that. I think they both just shut the hell up. In
2: my opinion,
0: neither one of them was that, the, was that, was that good, honestly. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Touche. And then there we have it. Y'all got anything else? Y'all
2: got one? Uh, I got a year board, real quick. Um, and unfortunately, my year board for this week goes to Captain America himself, Carmelo Anthony Vann. Um, <laughs> He was on a podcast and basically talked about how. You know, Nikola Jokic stole the number 15 from him, and Denver should have a little bit more respect for him and things of that nature. And I'm just tired of the revisionist history, man. Like, people don't remember, like, some of us do remember that you forced your way out of Denver to go to New York. Like, that, that relationship with you and the Nuggets ended really, really ugly. Um, granted, some of it was with George Carl, and we know how most folks feel about George Carl. And granted, and some of it was because of you. Like, let's just keep it honest. So you had the opportunity to leave Denver in free agency, but you re-signed because all went to the conference finals that season. So you decide, okay, we're going to run it back. Things didn't go well that next season, and then you forced your way out to go to New York. So for you to pretty much sit up there and say that Denver um, should respect you a tad bit more, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that i wouldn't
0: say that i gotta disagree with you and the only reason i disagree is because when we talk about carmelo anthony and the never nuggets jersey we talk about somebody who brought the nuggets from nothing not not necessarily nothing but at the time for the better part of about what 10 years they sucked you know they had the number what, what they picked uh, mellow at number four yeah they picked Melo was
2: drafted uh, no was drafted third
0: third 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 they got him top three picks so it's like y'all with nothing so for him to come into the nuggets organization and do what he did regardless of how he left he should not have seen as soon as he left somebody with the same number he had on i mean i know he left on a bad a, a bad note george carl was bs and he's still bsing out here to this day uh but he shouldn't have seen anybody rock his number that's like saying if if steph curry you know what i'm saying if they would have went and won not saying a championship but he brought them back from mediocrity if he was to see somebody rocking the number 30 as soon as he leaves that's disrespectful and i think you can say that about a lot of teams you won't never see another number three on on the philadelphia 76ers you want to see a bunch of yoke out of all one through 99 y'all chose to give him 15 i think that kind of was a slap in his face it was I mean, like the, I want to leave us. I right, screw you. I mean, and
2: the, same, the, the same thing happened to Dwight Howard. Yeah,
0: but there ain't been no other number twelves.
2: The same thing happened to Dwight Howard. Like literally, when he left to go to the Lakers, they threw that twelve on Tobias Harris. So miss miss, <laughs> miss me with all of that. T-kay. Uh, T-kay. And it was a similar situation, similar situation to Melo. That the, the way things ended ended ugly. They wanted to be out. They got out. You got out. Thank you for all you did for the organization. But until that number is officially retired, which I think Melo should have his number retired, but it should be by the Knicks and not the nuggets. So, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, okay. I'm I ain't gonna lie
1: to you, I'm with Trevor on this one, I'm with Trevor okay. all the way on this one. Because if, you, if you're Melo, to me, this is just me, he's coming off a tad bit salty. Because to Trevor's point, you forced your way out, you didn't want but to be I, I there. Think that's
0: what that's the thing, um, not to cut you off, Lito, but that's the thing. He was a sick, y'all just gave his man number to anybody. That's the thing. Yeah, we didn't expect just to be this good. Y'all just get here. Here you go. Some foreign guy from from another country. Here you go. Give him his number. I'm pretty sure he
2: asked for the number. He
0: was like, it does not matter. Today. It's disrespectful. You were you were drafted in the second round.
2: Go ahead, Scholar, because Scholar was it uh, was actually on. Nah, his yeah, way my there. bad, but no. Nah, that's, that's,
0: that's <laughs> the point. Like that's
2: yeah, disrespectful. Uh,
1: he, he, he... He forced his way out of it, and then again at the end of the day, hot twenty twenty. But you don't know that Jokic is going to be good to be that good. So where he may have asked for fifteen, and fifteen is not retired, then the number is his, right? <laughs> and so now Jokic is, you know, Jokic, right? He's the, best, the one of the best players in the league. And I just feel like for him to say what he's saying in the timing which he's saying it to me, it comes off as salty, and it's like one of those that like. Carmelo, you're bored, bro. Like, let's talk about something else versus this number fifteen. That's a, a, that's a Denver. That's just me personally.
0: Yeah. Let me see. Then Mike said, "Y'all have to hear about?" He said, "We're getting word because Carmelo. Yeah, no, nah, his son, his son tripping. <laughs> mellow, salty, but his son is tripping. Nah, he ain't <laughs> not. Nah. Why nobody being mellow and no down 18 years old? I can confirm that. Nah, come on. Nah. <laughs> oh no. At yeah, his age, he was he, he was a national champion at eighteen. 19 bro was, giving, bro was
2: giving braun the work. Like, no, come on now. <laughs> nah,
0: nah. <laughs> it's honest, but that is it. Y'all have one? Y'all good?
2: No, nah, that was that was all yeah. I had. Scott, you got one?
0: We oh, got a good man. hour and a half, too. Goodness gracious. Welcome. Hey, we
2: had to we had to we had to give it to him because <laughs> this this is the first one of the new year. We back, but welcome uh, back. For,
0: for sure, for sure. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. I appreciate that, my man. Yeah, it National, National DJ DJ Day. day it's mm-hmm.
1: not a
2: day that I realized was a thing. So uh, it's a, You, you, you will be a sur- you will be surprised at what is is associated with each day. Like just go down there so, and rabbit so day. So what
1: I said from jump is we should give the Cowboys their own day. Yeah, National <laughs> Jerry Jones. If
2: else day. Had National, had <laughs> <here>. <laughs> National <laughs> Jerry Jones Day. Yes, I believe it. And no, it we should got be pick, it perfect, pick a day but in but January. Jerry Jones day. <laughs> it should be on the same. It should be on the day that the Cowboys play a playoff game because we know they're going to uh somehow choke it.
0: Yeah, even the left handers got their own day. <laughs> well, of course, man. Make sure y'all again uh, subscribe to you uh, to us on YouTube. Uh, about fifteen subscribers away on YouTube from two hundred. Man, make sure y'all check out the other dope pods uh, that we have on the network. Three to Hardaway, including myself, Savage, Get Well, Shitty, and whatever uh, guests we may have on. Of course, we'll be on tomorrow. Uh, shout out to the Jeans Report again! Happy birthday, Jeans! Uh LBR Gaming with Trevor, y'all hit them up, hit hit us up. If you want that smoke, we'll be getting in the wreck real soon, and we're gonna be hopping in the pro am even sooner. So we're gonna Are be, y'all gonna be y'all playing zone, active. huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We run zone. <laughs> you cowards! Oh, you don't I cowards. don't, pre- I don't. Me personally, I don't prefer to run zone, but if we need to, I, I don't run, either
2: because I, like I, I make my bill capable of playing defense.
0: So it's <laughs> it, 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 it does get that serious. It kind
2: of so. made me mad because the last time I ran with the squad and wrecked, they was like, bro, let's play a two, three song. I'm like, no, let's play man. <laughs> <laughs> I <wish y'all> scared
0: <laughs> <of>. <laughs> okay, our game and make sure y'all check us out there. Uh Ryan, appreciate y'all. Appreciate everybody uh that's in the mm-hmm. comments. Ryan pod coming soon. Make definitely have more news on that one. Um and of course a new pod coming soon. I'm not gonna say with whom and I'm not gonna say about what, but just be ready. It's gonna come rather sooner later. Again, appreciate everybody for checking us out. Everybody listening. Uh make sure y'all follow gang LBR Media Unders uh, LBR underscore media on Twix, Instagram, uh all the good stuff. Follow yours truly at Tev Shakir on Twitter, Instagram, all the good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm still over here boiling water, but I'm still at underscore scaled on Twix <laughs> or Twitter, whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, also uh still boiling water, and I gotta pay my bill. <laughs> I ain't- man let me get the ball in this water i'm at the art of trevor um of is still a preposition so you know what not to do with
0: it of course of course man y'all have a great happy saturday appreciate y'all for rocking with us till next time let's get it